Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Spirited Conversation. My name is Pastel Sparkles. And it's me, Lemon. And before we get started, especially considering today's topic, I want to say that this podcast is recorded on Ghana land, which is the Aboriginal peoples of this area of South Australia. Today we're shout doing out Ghana people. Yeah, bloody shout out. Today we're doing a really special podcast about what is lovingly or unlovingly called Invasion Day or Australia Day, which is celebrated on the 26th of January. It is an incredibly controversial day and we wanted to talk about it because it's something that we're very passionate about and we want others to be aware of what's going on in Australia because I feel like sometimes our history is really swept under the rug even in Australia and I think it deserves to be spoken about so we can understand other people better. Yeah, definitely. And also, we just want to start this with, this isn't going to be a big history lesson or anything like that. There's no. only so much we can fit in. We're two white people at yeah, the end of the day. we're white as fuck. Um, like, I, like, yeah. We can only, yeah, we can only use this platform that we've been given to, to talk about it in, in such a way, you know, but at the end of the day, we're not indigenous to Australia. In fact, you know, my family only came here in the... 50s 60s so i'm very family new to australia yeah half of my family is very australian yeah um i don't know how far back they go a couple generations i think and the other side come from england so really yeah. same same yeah but you know like we said it's not going to be able to we're not going to be able to get into too much this is just going to be a couple of little talking points that Sort of we want to discuss as like a, a crash course on what you might not know. Yeah, and especially because this podcast, thank goodness, comes out just before the holiday. It's kind of really good timing to bring it up just before. So maybe you can have a little bit, if you're Australian, have a little bit of an like a critical thought about this day and not maybe just celebrate the day because you know, it's a public holiday and then yeah. people are celebrating. We all love public holidays. We do. I think Australia is like a fiend for public holidays. Oh God, um, any day we can have off, Australia takes off. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, hopefully, yeah, this just sparks some conversations. If you're, uh, as you just said, if you're an Australian, hopefully you, ha you know, have a bit of a think and chat to, you know, family, friends, things like that. Yeah. And if you're not an Australian, you might know some Australians online through the power of the internet. And just go, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. Like, I didn't know about this thing that the amazing Parcel Sparkles and It's Me Lemon told me about on the podcast. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Have a conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. Obviously, we're not experts on this. We still have so much to, to learn and say. And I'm sure that even if we look back at this podcast, we're probably going to cringe a little bit because there's going to be things that because of our privileged viewpoint... We're going to say in a way that might be insensitive as well. So hopefully with that consideration, you enjoy the podcast. Yeah. We are drinking the Lamington cocktail. Yeah, It is called, actually called the Liquid Lamington, which I sounds love it. so good. I'm a huge fan of the Lamington, which is actually I'm... controversially maybe not Australian. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Possum Magic. Yeah. Uh, so anyone whose formative years were in Australia, you should know what possum magic is. Yeah. It's a beloved children's book, picture yeah. book, of a possum that does magic and they eat lamingtons at some stage. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend giving them to possums, though. Don't give them to possums. Uh, but <laughs> in the context of that book, hell yeah. Yeah. 
All right, let's give it a drink. Yeah, because this looks amazing. Yeah. And oh, oh my god, I oh, love it. it. That is a lamington. It does. It tastes just like it. So, what's in it for those who are unaware? So, in this one, we've got cream. We've got uh, Kahlua, or we use Tia Maria, so just a coffee liqueur. Yeah. And it also has Malibu. Malibu and a Bailey's, like a like an Irish cream kind of concoction. But this is delicious. Yeah, I'm a big this, fan. This would be great on like the cooler days because it is very creamy. It's very thick. Yeah, well, what it could be good for is potentially the new Australia day. Oh. We'll get into that later. Oh, okay. Um, I've got a great reason. I've been teasing you all day. I found a great reason on why we should change to that day. But anyway, anyway, anyway. We're getting too far ahead of ourselves. Too ahead of ourselves, yeah. So Australia Day. Tell me about it. So why do we celebrate Australia Day? Do you happen <laughs> to know the exact reason? I Well, yes and no. Yeah. It was the day that, what was it, Cook or something first landed in Australia? Not quite. So I think that's... Exactly right. No, I'm com- <laughs> probably completely wrong. No, James Cook came to Australia 18 years before the settlement of Australia. Was it the first fleet? So, yes, it was ah. the, it's the day. Well, actually, it's not even the day that the first fleet came. So, <laughs> let, the day they let me explain <laughs> myself a little bit better. So, it's celebrated on the 26th of January, which marks the anniversary of the arrival of the first fleet at Port Jackson in New South Wales. And actually is the celebration of the raising of the flag of Great Britain in Sydney Cove. Right. So the first fleet actually came a few, like potentially a week before this date in Botany Bay, New South Wales. Does anyone remember the the song? Yes. Um, at I, Botany Bay? I completely forgot about that until you literally said Botany Bay. And then I was like, there's a song. Yeah. I, you don't hear the name Botany Bay. Maybe, of course, you do if you live in New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. But you don't hear Botany Bay unless, unless it's, it's in this that context. Song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they landed there and, like, obviously they had heard about Australia from Cook's exploration into New Holland, as it was called when Cook decided that that was the name for it. And the reason why they even came to Australia in the first place was because of the loss or the independence of the 13 colonies of North America. So famously, when, yeah, America gained its independence, the whole uh, Washington, you know, that that story when, Washington. when Hamilton's situation was <laughs> happening, 1776, <laughs> New York City. Anyway, for those yeah. who don't know, that that's the time. So that's the time that this happened. And yeah, so when uh, America gained independence, that's when England was like, well, fuck. Uh, it's about time <laughs> we claimed a couple of other colonies, baby. Hey. And skirt, down to Australia. Good old England. They they spent about a week looking for a place to settle. Every time they went to look out, they were faced with challenges like uh, terrible winds that they couldn't come to Sydney Cove in and things like that. Drop Should have been a good fucking sign to not do it, homies. But Oops, snakes. Yeah, anyway... Yeah, so an awful thing that happened. A lot of how I was taught about history was that it was, you know, uh, the, the British came and, you know, they coexisted with the Aboriginals. And, you know, well, how the fuck did they acquire the land? You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't just a peaceful Aboriginal people just went, here you go. You can share some of this land with us. Yeah. You know, they fucking killed people. They mowed people down. Uh, and killed them. They weren't 
defenseless, but they may as well have been because of how far weaponry had come in terms of Western society. So it was completely unfair. I guess for those who take that kind of thing for granted, one of the best ways that I've heard this date explained, and I've had to explain this to my dad a couple of times, is it's like you have your house, right? And you've had your house for your whole life. And like, you know, you're, you're cool in this space. This is your home. You love this place. Then someone comes over and decides that they really like your house too. And then they decide to move in without your permission. They just do it. And you're like, oh, okay. And then slowly you own less and less of your house. You know, maybe you're moved to the basement or maybe you're moved outside until you no longer have any claim over your house. And you're, then you're seen as a nuisance and then you're, you're the problem. And obviously it's way more complicated than that. But, you know, I think anyone can imagine that having your fucking house taken over and you lose ownership of your house is not on. I think we can all agree yes, strong, <laughs> that that's strong agree not that. a situation <laughs> that we are down for. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never heard it be explained like that. But shit, that like for a simplistic way of really simplistic, to do it, there's so much more to it. I love it, though. That that is it. You know, it's like. They had no say in this. Yeah. These people came over. They had things that they didn't know. They were like, wait, what are you doing here? We haven't seen you here before. Yeah. Oh, you're killing us. Oh, well, You okay. speak a different language. We have no idea what you're doing. You're yelling mumbo jumbo at us yeah. and shooting us. Why are you doing that? Mm. Can you and fucking not? <laughs> to kind of add something to that, Aboriginal people have been in Australia for at the very least 50,000 years. Mm. And that's really up for debate, that, that number. But everyone can pretty much agree in terms of science-y people that at least 50,000 years they've been here for because they found the remains of two people, two Aboriginal people that were dated potentially 50,000 years ago. There's also evidence that there have been artifacts that are of Aboriginal origin that date back over 100,000 years. So they have been here a fucking long time so for people you know we've white australia has been white australia for 250 years or so we don't have any Chump claim change. on this land you know and at the time of the permanent settlement of australia by the europeans it was estimated that the aboriginal population was between 318,000 and 1 million people with over 250 different languages spoken which could also be over that many cultural groups of people as well, which that's, is incredible. That's insane. Like that, I think a lot of people sort of fail to grasp that. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, like they, they estimate that there are over 500 languages in the entire world. And I, I, I think... I might be remembering this wrong, and I'm sure a quick Google search could probably correct me, that that is like official languages, that's uh, wide spoken languages, not dialects and not Creoles. Yeah. Although I'm I, I'm not sure about the stance on Creole. I think Creole has the same official level as, as a dialect. So in some cases, they're considered official, kind of like the state of China's language situation. But most of the time, they're not considered to be official languages yeah a lot of languages that's a, a lot of languages that's a lot and so many have been lost haven't they? so like, many have been lost 
so so very many for a bunch of different reasons but so many things have happened to the aboriginal people over time between the the settlement in 1788 and to now one thing that i kind of want to talk about like if you want to get a good understanding of a single event or uh, you know, kind of a bunch of events but told from a singular story a movie that i would encourage everyone to watch is rubber proof fence i've talked mm. about this on my stream before because a lot of people just have absolutely no idea about what has happened to aboriginal people i think it's one of those things where we're a little bit embarrassed to learn about because it is a shameful shameful part of our history but it's set in the 30s so 150 years or so after after the events of the settlement after the first fleet and it is about human trafficking slavery and the idea of whiting out the original owners of the land so what would Just, happen that sounds so disgusting it's, Sorry. it's i fucking had to feral. interrupt that is foul yeah so there was a i'm not sure it was like kind of official but like like a kind of a hush hush official where you know important white figures would marry aboriginal people and they would create families with them so that they would lose their heritage over time and be whitened wiped gone what yeah wiped out not wiped out, out. <laughs> which is is fucking disgusting and i remember i watched that when i was in primary school and we will talk about that in a little bit about how we're taught about aboriginal culture and stuff in school and in australia but that really stuck with me the idea that people thought that another group of people was so subhuman that they wanted to get rid of them. They will never retain like, their culture. It's, it's, like, it's like a genocide. It's a cultural genocide. It's a cultural genocide, yeah. And that's fucked up. And like to, to put into like perspective, because I'm, I'm pretty sure, well, I'm, I'm almost certain on this one, and I'm sure you'll be able to back me up on this, yeah. that the Aboriginal people are the longest lasting civilization on earth i think it's uh, there's probably a lot of debate about that but they're definitely considered one of yeah if that's, not the yeah yeah so that's a long time like and for them to be you know a minimum of fifty thousand years that they've been on these lands yeah and you know if anyone argues against that well i'm sorry the science people are argue are saying that and your argument unless you can beat all the science people with fact I'm sorry, your, your argument doesn't count. I know. There, there is, a, I mean, without getting too much off topic, there is a school of people that believe that the Earth is only 8,000 or so years old, meaning, you know... Yeah, and, you know, only 6, people are allowed to be wrong if they're... BC. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> you're, but you're choosing to be wrong. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's, I think, why a lot of people struggle to believe that Aboriginal people have been here as long as they have, because there is just i mean it is an unfathomable amount of time regardless of whatever you think it is an unfathomable amount of time even even 2000 years to people that are living in this time is an unfathomable amount of time we will never see that amount of time in our own lives but like it, yeah. let's let's you know humor the point that maybe the earth has only been here for 8000 years and that's why the aboriginal people have only you know been the original custodians of these lands for 8000 years yeah all this shit happened in the last 250. Yes, I like, know. <laughs> like, even without the thousands and thousands and thousands of years of having been here, 
even in the last 8,000 years, they have way more claim over this land. Yeah. Imagine, like, you've, like, oh, yeah, we've got stories going back thousands of years of our ancestors, you know, and over here, this is where we bloody did that, you know, and over here. But then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, yeah, but, you know, in the last 250 years, the fucking fine, sorry, I mean, the uh, British attacked. Then there you go. The fire nation. I only just got <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, just caught what I said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It I, makes I me just, angry. <laughs> it makes me angry because the Get whole- angry. Oh, okay. The, it Sorry, makes continue. me angry that the reason that they even came to Australia was because they were they had so much spite in their heart that they had lost America to independence. Which, what the fuck did you think was going to happen if other people left England and that? To colonize America, what it, did you think that they were all going to be under England's thumb forever? Like, hello? Of course they would have been free-thinking people. They would have got... Because they evolved in their own space. Like, it's... Like, American history is also very fucked up in a very similar way to Australia's. But, like, in terms of that bit of white history there, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same thing here. I'm honestly very surprised that we are still part of the Commonwealth. I think now, more than ever, sort of the Commonwealth has has changed a lot. Yeah. And, like, I would like Australia to stay in the Commonwealth because I think in today's lovely world of capitalism, we get a lot more benefits being in the Commonwealth, you know, with trading with other Commonwealth nations and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we have perks. Yeah, there's perks to being in the Commonwealth. Yeah. And, you know, we get... We get this kick-ass person on the back. Like, who, who, we got put Scott Morrison on our coin? Fuck that. Oh, my God. Could you fucking imagine? Yeah, fucking They'd have to change the money in our fucking country every, like, two years because of how many times <laughs> our prime minister has changed, even within the same party. Well, to be fair, they probably wouldn't put the prime minister on. No, but, but... like, I just... I'm sorry. I'm very stuck on... I couldn't think of a worse hell than having Scott Morrison on a coin. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Banjo Patterson. Oh. Give me bloody yeah, Irwin. So give me you, Steve you'd be Irwin. happy with uh, Tony Abbott on there? Yeah, man. Just give me on one on one <laughs> no! side. On one side it's Abbott, the other side it's an onion. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. No, that would be very. That funny. would be really funny. <laughs> we're, we're, getting <laughs> off track. we're going off track because I, I really I do have a lot of hatred in my heart for what's happened. I feel a lot of sympathy for Aboriginal people and what's happened to them. So I do get very heated about it because this history is so misrepresented in Australia. Yeah. For example, specifically, this is South Australia. I know that Lemon has a, a very different experience about how he was taught about Aboriginal people and their cultures and things like that. But in South Australia, when I was growing up, and so this also could be different now for, for kids going into primary school now. Like, there are a lot of things that have changed since I went, but at least this was what I experienced. Uh, in South Australia... We kind of just learned about fluffy and fun things. And and these things are still important. Like, don't get me wrong. These things are still part of their culture and they're not incorrect. But they're just kind of the fun things. Like, it's like saying, you know, oh, France is all baguettes and cheese and wine. That's all that is to France. Sign you know? me up. So, like, what we learned about in South Australia was the dream stories, which are kind of you can... You can talk about them in a kind of similar way to like mythology, Greek gods, Norse mm. gods, you know, things like that. The dream stories are myths, legends, folklore. And I'm saying this in a, I don't mean to be offensive. I mean this in trying to be a 
kind of as easily understood by people that don't know. So yeah, I'm sorry if I'm saying this. It's a like little bit how they've interpreted the world, the how world, it started. Yeah. Like every nation sort of has their own like pantheon kind of thing. Yeah. And for a lot of Aboriginal tribes, nations, and stuff like that, it was more creatures and also some people of, you know, importance, like, you know, that have gone forward and done certain things and, yeah. you know, how they how they found and invented certain technologies. Yeah. Which is cool. And it's so cool that each nation has that. But anyway, so you continue. I'll just, yeah, I was yeah, just no, helping no, clarify yeah. because... You did more stuff on it than me, so that's also, like, something yeah. to say. It was either the dream stories or Aboriginal art. So we learnt about what the symbolism means and kind of how how the paint's made and, and those kinds of things, which are all incredible. You know, you're learning about the way that uh, that people do things and, and the what's important to a culture through art. That's something that is undervalued for sure, and I don't want to undervalue it in saying this, but that's pretty much all we learned. We didn't learn anything about the history uh, beyond, you know, Australia days when the First Fleet came here. We didn't learn about that that was wiping out a culture of people. We didn't learn about, until we watched Rabbit Proof Fence, that there was human trafficking. We didn't learn about there, there being slavery in the way that there was in Australia. You know, like, you hear about those things and you associate that in the back of your mind with America because you just think about the slave trade in America and you think about how that was had such a big impact and it still has such a big impact on America today. But white Australia really doesn't believe that that happened here. A lot of people don't. We just forget. And it, it happened here, and yeah. it is still happening here. So it's really important to talk about it. So I'm glad, in a way, that one of my teachers was switched on and yeah. gave us Rabbit Proof Friends to watch. It was very emotional for my age group to watch. Like, it was very heavy, but it's very important to watch, so... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, like, the whole thing about the slavery stuff, and, and this, is, this is not a compliment... But they did a very good job of hiding it in Australia. I think I think it's been oh, yeah, swept under the rug. That's not a compliment. Don't pat yourself on the back on that one. But yeah, I think I think it's sort of been just you know it's been brushed under the rug. Oh look at this, look at no, but don't worry about it. you know. But yeah, look over here, guys. How cool's this? Yeah. And and it's been very different because Australia can look at like well, for white Australia. I should really clarify that <laughs> for mm. for for like white Australian history. Yeah them arriving here is still a positive for white Australian yes, history. Yes, we see it as a positive. We see it as just history. And and you say this all the time, and yes. it is so true, which is why I like repeating it, which is history is written by the winners. Because we look at that history and go, oh, yeah, this is when we came and woohoo. You know, we don't, yeah, we gleefully ignore the atrocity that comes along with that. It's like, you know, we found this lovely big land and it's so many weird it was creatures. Ours for the taking. Yeah, and look, we've we've paved the way and we went explore No, people have people were here. Yeah. <laughs> for me. Anyway, when I was at school. So I grew up in Queensland for my uh young formative years. Yes. And so it was of course very different all over Australia, you know, different states. There's a lot of there's, there's a lot of different, uh, different viewpoints and stuff like that. Yeah, there's different also, representation. That's a good. There's one. also like a, a huge difference in the amount of people from Aboriginal groups that live in each state. Like uh, South Australia, at, at least in Adelaide, 
has a very, I would say, a pretty low population compared to the rest of Australia. It, it's definitely gains population kind of more into the country of South Australia, mm. specifically South Australia. I'm, I'm tr really trying not to say that it's, they just live in the country. They do not. Uh, Aboriginal people are all over the place because this is their land. It's almost like they're just normal fucking people. They're yeah. normal people, yes. It's not like a, a foreign concept that we're talking about. I, I really am trying to be extremely sensitive about how I talk about this. But yeah, because there are, I would say, a lesser population, it has not been so important to uh, the curriculum in South Australia to talk about it. So that's why I th in, in Queensland, there's a much higher population, which is why yeah. I think, especially where you were living, it was of more importance to talk about it. Yeah. So for, for me and so my primary school years going from what, six to 11 or 12 or whatever it was, mm. that was in the early nineties, like well, nineties, well, mid nineties ish, you yeah. know, and there's such a difference because what we used to have is we had a local elder come and teach us yeah. about the local people's dream times because the dream times did vary because yeah, they you know, vary no different, matter which group they're Who's different tribes yeah. and it's it's the exact same as literally any other nation you know like yeah there's similarities but that's the same for a lot of island nations yes and yeah. we'd have we'd have them come and tell different stories and different the different dream time stories we used to learn how they would survive on bush tucker and we used to learn how to go and you know hunt for where to find witchetty grubs and where to find yeah. like like right now like all i would eat is bloody and alan's lolly witchetty grub witchetty grub amazing yeah. And uh, but would learn how to live off the land and how they had always done it for their thousands upon thousands of years. Yeah. And it was very interesting in that sense, but there was also a lot of, I suppose, the white history mixed into it. Yeah. And, you know, you would always sing that bloody, I can't think of the song. But the bloody Bay song, what what were we saying the before? Bays, Botany huh? Bay. Yeah. Like, you you learn gonna all kill that me. shit. Oh, we're going to have to We'll work. post we'll, it yeah. later when we put up the, the pictures of the drinks and stuff. We'll, we'll make sure that we have a video the, either linked or part of, like, the Instagram post so that yeah. you guys can hear it if you don't know it. Uh, but, yeah, so, there's, so there was a lot of that mixed in, and which is common with their stories is they don't want their stories recorded you know yeah. you're told it from elders it's passed yeah. on people to people yeah so we didn't really write down that stuff we would always have our classes with our with the local elder we would go out and sit on the oval or we would go to a local parklands yeah. and stuff like that and that's where we would learn and i loved that like that's amazing because you're out in nature yeah. but you'd be writing down all the white history when you're learning it and stuff like yeah, that. So committing that to memory. It's so different and there needs to be, like, I wish I learned a hell of a lot more. And I know other people that I've spoken to, especially from Melbourne as well. Yeah. Because I went and moved to Melbourne after that. And, like, people that I took, they had nothing. They knew nothing. They were told nothing. They didn't even know about dream times and shit like that. That's so crazy. And the annoying thing is it changes per school, you yeah. know? And, like, so many other nations have, have done this. Like, I remember recently learning a lot about stuff that's happened in New Zealand and how, yeah. you know, even speaking Maori was illegal. Yeah. Like, you weren't allowed to speak it. So they had to try and 
learn it and maintain the language in secret. Yeah. And that was only recent. Yeah. So, you know, those, unfortunately, you can't get that back. Yeah. I don't know about you, and maybe you didn't know because, like, you were in you were in Melbourne at that time, and when you left Melbourne is kind of maybe when you would know about this. In South Australia, it is compulsory, as far as I know, at university to do a course on Aboriginal culture. Do you know if there's anything like that in Victoria? I'm pretty sure there's not because I've never heard of that yes. until recently. So, and by recently, I mean the last few months when you told me. <laughs> yeah, so like at, at least for the arts degree. In the arts degree, it is a compulsory subject unless you are doing a very specific kind of degree which is what I did I never did this course but it otherwise would have been compulsory for me to have done a course on Aboriginal studies so it's a six-month course and it is meant to be yeah you learning about Aboriginal history and learning about at least the culture specific to South Australia culture specific to South Australia but a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people are like, it's a bludge subject. I wish I didn't do it because it's not relevant to my degree. It may not be relevant to your degree, but it is relevant to your life. So I don't know why people are not okay with learning about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I think there's there's another thing that I'm, I'm sure you'd probably agree with. It's cultural with, studies. Yeah, and I it's... think everyone needs to do cultural studies. I don't, I don't think that should be a controversial take. Every single person, it should be done in... High school, when you are cognitive enough, you everyone needs to do a cultural course to learn about the way that people think, the different ways that people approach the same situations, so that we're not offended by each other, so that we understand and have an appreciation of how people do things differently. It is so crucial. I don't know why it's not more important and why it is uh, has like a monetary barrier, like it's only for the privileged yeah. to learn a culture thing. Fuck that. Yeah. No, Everyone I, needs to know about it. You are very heated about this subject. Because I think it's essential. Yeah. It is the single thing that I got the most out of from university. You know, what can I say about doing languages and translation as my degree? Nothing. But you know what I actually learned was how to apply cultural studies when I was working at Hungry Jacks. And guess how many different cultures were working at Hungry Jacks with me? So many. And guess mm. who was able to fucking be nice to everyone because I understood where everyone was coming from? me <laughs> and look yes I, I i do agree with you but yeah it needs to be in primary school it needs, it needs to be in high school everyone needs to learn about it and not just the pretty stuff you know yeah learn about like this isn't just for like cultures as a whole this is for a person like individual individual people this yeah. comes down to which is it takes so much strength and it shows so much character to go hey we fucked up. Like, yeah. And there's nothing that can reverse this, but we're going to do our best yeah. to make it up in any way we can. Yeah. And it may never. And if that doesn't happen, well, then you're just going to have to fucking wear that, bud. Yeah. Like, I know it sounds weird, but I am a straight white male. <laughs> and I fucking hate how much privilege that gives me over other people, just inherently. Like, mm. why? Mm. That makes no sense as to why it should make me any different to anyone else. Yeah. And, uh, uh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I would like to know. Yeah. And, well, I suppose we should say this. I was going to say this before, but we got a little bit angry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> of course, Australia Day commemorates 
a bunch of white people being able to put up a flag. Congratulations. Yeah. Well uh, done. Pat on the back. Yeah. Why is that bad? Well, because as far as the Aboriginal people are concerned, and that's why it's called Invasion Day, they were fucking invaded. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's why it is an insensitive date. Like, by all means, celebrate Australia as a whole, people. You know, not yeah. just as white people. Yes. Celebrate Australia. Exactly, because there's a lot of argument about that, that Australia Day is for all Australians. But if you're celebrating it on a day that is disrespectful to the original owners of this land, isn't it in your best interest to fucking change that date? You brought up something that you just realised just before that I think I don't even remember. And maybe it's because, you know, I was, what, five but we didn't officially celebrate Australia Day oh, until yeah. 1994. Yeah, so I, I was looking that up. So I was looking up some extra facts about Australia Day. We know, you know, we have a knowledge of things that have happened, but I wanted to be kind of more accurate. And then I found this out. So it says we didn't actually celebrate Australia Day as a national holiday until 1994. Australia Day wasn't consistently celebrated on the 26th of January as a public holiday in all states and territories until 1994, even though the name Australia Day dates back to early 1900s. The other states didn't observe it because it was only significant to New South Wales. The first Australia Day was a response to Australia's involvement in World War One at the time, and it only served the purpose to shape a national identity in 1915, which was set on the 30th of July, so not even the 26th of January. <laughs> not only that, I'm pretty certain Australia Day has changed dates. Like, the day that we celebrate it has changed dates multiple times. So it's not like it hasn't had a different day before. So the idea that it can't be changed because we have to celebrate on the 26th. Oh, get out of here! That is, <laughs> that is like the emptiest argument ever. I Why? Because. Yeah. <laughs> and so, anything else you want to add to that, mate? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, like that. that's all I had to say about that. That was just a fun fact that, yeah, we learned that today. We learned that just before we started recording this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I think that before... Um, it was very common for us to celebrate Australia Day on New Year's Day, which changed because it was like everyone celebrated New Year's Day, obviously. Well, most people celebrated New Year's Day. So it wasn't like a special day for Australians. So that's why they chose that date. Yeah. I understand why they chose that date, like white Australia chose that date, because I get how it would be significant to them, but it is so insensitive. Yes, <laughs> very much so. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to say this bit because look, this has been playing on my head ever since we started. In fact, ever since I found this fact out. Oh yeah. And it is I I may be jumping the gun, but it is about the date change. Cool. Yes. Yay. So of course, there was a big thing that went out. The main part picture that's in my head is I'm never going to remember how to say her last name. Jordan oh. Rascopoulos? Mm. Is that it? Who's a streamer now? Who Twitch. is now a streamer. Shout out, Jordan. And yeah, she, she's cool. And I remember her being in the ad going, yeah. mate. Yeah. As in change the date to May 8. The most Australian of days, mate. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I like the i suppose you know it's not it's not completely true but like i really wish it was 
that Australia is the laid back, like everyone's your mate, you help out, you know, your mates and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not like that. There are a lot of racists in Australia. Yeah. And that's, that's no good. And we're so multicultural and it would be great to just pick a fucking date like May 8 because that's the stereotypical thing and that's hilarious. And if there's one thing that I like about, and this comes to like, you know, a lot of people that come from a lot of different cultures that come to Australia, is we like to have a fucking joke, have a bit of a laugh and stuff like that. So May 8, that's just funny. Yeah. (laughs) And... There have been a ton of different dates. Do you know of any others that you wanted to talk about? No, but I have the biggest reason. I teased this earlier in the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, May 8th, sorry. The biggest reason on why we should definitely change it to May 8th, and it is not because it sounds like mate. Uh-huh. There is a certain somebody whose birthday falls on May 8th. Uh-oh. I know, like, you're going to be contacting your local premier and stuff like that as yep. soon as we as soon as, we, soon as you learn this yeah, yeah. may 8 1963 the birthday of the one and only <laughs> anthony the blue wiggle field oh my fucking god an icon <laughs> of australia i was ready for you to be like john farnham or like you know no, bigger. <laughs> bigger the, the blue wiggle. <laughs> Far out. That's so funny. Anyway, so but I didn't. I didn't know this. I only really knew of May Eight because that was sort of the one with the biggest, I suppose, commercial like PR push. At least in recent years. Yeah. yeah, but you said there's been heaps of dates put forward. Yeah. So what do they have any Wiggles birthdays on them or? There's uh, so. One of the things that people have suggested to change the date to is January 27th originally because it was just the next day. And in Australia, one of our kind of Australian traditions in the last couple of years has been Triple J, one of our radio stations. They do a hottest 100 and they rank the hottest 100 songs of the year previous. They used to broadcast that on Australia Day until people really blew up about the day being not worth celebrating. And so they, for a little bit, broadcasted on the 29th. And I know this year they're, sorry, the 27th. And I know that this year they're uh, broadcasting tomorrow for us, the 23rd. So there are some things that have changed around, but there have been a few actual dates for actual reasons, as opposed to just not being Australia Day to celebrate on. So one of the suggested dates is New Year's Day, again, because it is the Federation of Australia. As early as 1957, Australia, sorry, the January the 1st was suggested as a possible alternate day to, co- to commemorate the Federation of Australia in 1902, a year after Federation, so 1901, Australians come. <laughs> sorry it's a bad song so it'll be commonwealth day i don't agree with that one personally because it has a similar undertone to invasion day personally and january 19th is the actual you know 1901 from the song um <laughs> get it 1901 fucking song um but you get it because it's 1901 as in the year of federation 1901 not as in january 19th Ah, as an alternate day that doesn't actually have that it has the significance of the day for people that it can be significant to but it's not on that day i still think that there's something that's a bad taste in my mouth about that day (laughs) independence day which is march the third has been one one of the days suggested from 86 they suggested that 
Anzac Day was another one, but I think people really want to have that double public holiday happening. Oh, yeah. So we're probably not going to. But uh, it was an idea from John Howard and Kim Beasley, who were prime ministers, well, prime minister of Australia and then the opposition leader in the early 2000s. For some reason, in my head, like John Howard was prime minister for like 30 something years. He was. I know that's not true. He was for a very long time. So long he was like prime minister. Yeah. Like <sighs> May 8th, of course. Yes. Which was promoted in 2017. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yes. Uh, mostly because of the sound, but it's also the opening of federal parliament. Oh, wait. So there's actually another thing? Yeah. Well, the, the next day is the opening of federal parliament. So that's like a, it's meant to reinforce that idea that like ah. it, there is a significant reason. So the, the 9th is also suggested because it's the f- opening of federal parliament. No, there was a referendum in 67 to amend the federal constitution. And that has been, uh, which was when uh, Indigenous Australians were allowed to vote, which is in 67. So on May 27th, that was the day that that happened. It was at that point non-compulsory for them to vote. But now as of like 82, it's compulsory for Aboriginal people to vote as well. So they have the same rights that any other Australian has. I was about to go on a tangent and just be like, how it fucking should be. Vote. Get involved and fucking vote. It should be compulsory, not just a... You know, yeah. I'm looking at you, America. That's a story for another that's time. Another, that's another time. <laughs> yeah. The acceptance of Constitution, which is the 9th of July, Waddle Day, uh, which is the 1st of September, which is spring, uh, the first day of spring in the Southern Hemisphere. And Waddle, the, the, Australia's colours are green and gold, which comes from Waddle. So that's why that it has been suggested, which I really like, because it's part of native Australian flora. So I think that's a cool day, yeah. although it would be a rainy day. The start of September is notorious for rain. Tenterfield Oration, which is the 24th of October, which was the father of the Federation, gave a pivotal speech, which was again to do with the Federation. So anything to do with the Federation, I kind of have it's, a bit, it's it's a bit a of a bad of taste yeah. in my mouth. But also the Eureka Stockade, which is the 3rd of December, which has had a long history of being an alternate date for Australia Day. It's been since 1880 that they had suggested that date because obviously originally it was a New South Wales holiday so that's why it's it's got the history behind it like that's why I say you know the Eureka Stockade being a day has been proposed since 1880 because Australia Day being a holiday has been since uh, Australia Day yeah the 26th in yeah so like and and that makes sense but like it's crazy though that from back then they're like hey we should celebrate like all of Australia Lameo. <laughs> And then they're like, fucking, nah. <laughs> yeah, well, like, so that's something, I mean, we're coming toward the end of the podcast, but, like, we have we have absolutely nothing against celebrating Australia. Uh, like, I'm very happy to, to be as cringe as ever wearing, you know, Australian flags, although that's probably insensitive. Um, it's a bit fucked up on things having lamingtons having a barbecue drinking beer you know all of these things that are australian icon activities i'm happy to do that i just don't want to do it on that day yeah and i don't think that anyone should want to do it on that day if you have a conscience honestly (laughs) the the one thing that i remember hearing as like the biggest sort of i suppose argument against may 8 was it's going to you know, be cold. We can't play too, backyard we, cricket. We can't have a barbecue and, can't, you know, go, like, which is, like, Australian culture. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Yeah, but December 3rd would actually be great. much better weather for a barbecue. It, it wouldn't be anywhere near as stinky hot. Yeah, no, that would actually... You could play backyard cricket. For example, <laughs> this weekend is going to be 40 degrees in Australia, which is about 100... For Adelaide, yeah. Australia is very big. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, in Adelaide. Not How in much Australia. is that in freedom degrees? It is 110 freedom degrees. Fuck. So just to put that in perspective, that's how hot it's going to be. And earlier December, it's much nicer. <laughs> so yeah, so so like I sort of just wanted to touch on some of the stuff that has happened more recently, yeah. I suppose. Because um, it's important to remember that just because this happened in history doesn't mean that it only happened ages ago. It's yeah. like things are still happening now and we need to talk about that. Most definitely. And like this comes down to a lot of things. And I think maybe this comes down to people that you know when you went to university saying, oh, you know, Aboriginal studies was a bludge class. I hate I hate having to have done that. And for sort of our age bracket, and I do hope it's changing for the next generation, which I know a lot of things are as opposed to being open and accepting of others. Yeah. I think we're sort of like that, that cusp. We're like the last dregs of the generation before that were like that, that had that way of thinking. Yeah. Like, don't worry, there's still little shitheads all over the place that are going to be bigoted and stuff. Oh, for sure. That's never going to go away. You know, but, and, and by all means, I'm not saying that everyone that is older than us definitely, like, there are, oh, so, there absolutely are, yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. You know, every, it's also, it's almost like everyone is their own individual human now. <laughs> but as an average <laughs> thought, as an average, you know, because group. of upbringing, yeah. we've sort of like have been taught that uh, almost like we are better. And that's fucked up to think about. Like, I, I was trying to think of like a nicer way to say that. It's not worth learning about because... Yeah, oh, no, don't worry about that. Like, yeah. you know, worry about us. And 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 that's fucked up. Like, I'm, I can't I can't think of a... I was trying to think of, like, a nice way because you've been, you've been sometimes going some very nice, like, and, you know, then they'll do this and then they'll... You know, and I see you hesitate, and I'm just like, no, that's just... That's not cool. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's... It's very interesting, that kind of mentality, and I, I hope, and I'm pretty sure, but I hope that we are that sort of last generational age sort of thing where that is the norm or, yeah. or very common, at least. Not the normal, but, you know, the com uh, uh, relatively uh, yeah, common. Yeah. And I think that's going to play a big part. So I'm looking forward to, with time, as we progress further... And please keep educating yourself regardless of your age and being more accepting of others regardless of who they are. But I think that plays a big part on it. I was looking at some stats, and this just annoyed the shit out of me. Mm. One of which being in regards to incarceration. Yeah, this is a huge topic. This is a huge one. Yeah. Uh, and, you I know... I feel like America's going to understand this. Anyone who's listening oh, yeah. from America's probably going to really understand kind of where we're coming from with how we feel about this. Yeah, you're definitely going to be thinking, oh, is this a story from America? No, because <laughs> we're fucked up too. <laughs> Especially given the Black Lives Matter movement. That was also huge for Australia. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, no, no. Well, actually, you sort of perfectly led into the thing I was going to talk about, which was the Black Lives Matter movement in 2020 was groundbreaking and I think has been a very large pivot. Yeah. In American culture. Yeah. But it also rippled across into other Western cultures, especially. 
Yeah. And it was definitely seen here. There were there were a lot of like protests and marches for Black Lives Matter, and a lot of people took that understandably and said, "Yeah, again, that is very bad." But it's happening right here in your yeah. backyard, and you're not Don't aware of that. That we are free of this. Yeah, we're not better. No. We're the exact fucking same. <laughs> we had our own Black Lives Matter movement spelt without the C. That's how it's usually differentiated. I think that yeah. was coined back in the 80s, I want to say, for kind of a way to differentiate and still use black as a term for Aboriginal people and, like, reclaim that kind of yeah. terminology. And I love that. Like, there's so many um, programs, like TV programs and and uh like documentaries and stuff that are coming out with that spelling yeah and i'm just like immediately it's i'm clicking so and just it's, it's so it's good. iconic to that's what it means it's yeah. it's for those people and to acknowledge those people yeah and the one thing that i suppose sort of disappointed a lot of people is for one of the stats in queensland i think it was i think it was actually in brisbane there was a black lives matter movement mm. And there were 30,000 people that showed up to march for George Floyd. Oh, yeah. 30,000 people. That's a lot of people. So many. On the other side of the world, you know? And a lot of people from the local areas and the local communities said, well, guys, there's shit going on here for the, you know, original custodians of these lands. Like, march for them. You know, let's let's keep this momentum and march for them. And people did. Unfortunately, Not though, as many, <laughs> but yeah, people. Did. In in Brisbane, though, there was less than a thousand people turned up for that one. Fuck. And oh, but there there were reasons for that, though. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying it's okay at all. Yeah. But this was obviously this was all happening during COVID, and it, at that time, everyone even coming out to march for george floyd and and things like that it was dangerous to to have been doing it because of law enforcement yeah for anyone. so so that's probably part of why th there was a lot of uh bad stuff i suppose the worst part was victoria i think you said before mm. and and it was like that was disgusting where they pepper sprayed people in a enclosed train station that which is went there and they were against all, <laughs> yeah that's against regulation of that <laughs> Bring um, hello Geneva Convention. <laughs> um, but also, everyone who was there was following instructions. You know, they were when when police told them to clear out, they cleared out, and then the police ushered them into the train stations and then fucking pepper sprayed them. Yeah, and like that shit's not good. Yeah, like it's a deterrent, sure, but in an enclosed space, especially, like that can be lethal. Yeah, and. I and am to very wait, upset about this. Yeah, that, and that to wait for so many people to leave and then, to, like, that's just, it's just barbaric. It is. And, It is know, thoughtless. It is. And, and, and it is disgusting, but there have been, there has been a big movement and a lot more information sort of coming out about that. I know Triple J, which we're, we're both big fans of. Yeah. They are progressive in their thoughts and... For the most part, in a lot of their reporting, they are factual and they they they, they want people to explain themselves. 
and they will hear both sides of the story. It's not like they're just going to go, ah, oh, but you're wrong because you believe something different. Yeah. They'll say, can you please explain why you think this, you know? And Obviously, they still have a leaning like you. Most you, definitely. You can, be, you can be unbiased in how you report on something and how you listen to something, but you'll always have a bias, you know? Like, yeah. So it's, it's important to remember that. But there yes, are, you're there right. are people involved, so of course there's going to be a bias. Yeah. But the, I suppose the thing that surprises me the most is... You know, it is a government-funded <laughs> thing, yeah. and like, they're owned by the ABC, aren't they? They are, yeah. Which I mean, they are part of. Well, they're not directly part of the Murdoch media, but they bow down to a lot of the Murdoch media, which is something that needs to be said too. Which is uh, conservative. Conservative. Yeah. Um, ABC is definitely not as uh, liberal-leaning in the term it's actually meant to be, or labor-leaning in Australia, as they appear to be. But they are definitely more so than most other media. Yeah, which is pleasant to see. Mm. Uh, but yeah, fuck Murdoch and his stranglehold on this. And <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway, we are we are drifting off. <laughs> uh, but one of the facts that I saw, and and this definitely needs to be spread as well, in regards to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people that have died in custody, yeah. like there was a royal commission to see how many deaths had happened yeah. in custody, and the report was in ninety one. And it was 430. And that's not that's not cool. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, let's have a look now. And this number g completely disgusted me. So this was actually from the ABS website. So that's the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Yeah. So this is when they do, like, the census and they work out everything about every person and they compile all of the data together. There's a lot to it, but so this was from the ABS website, and this is going from 30th of June 2019, mm -hmm. and going until, of course, 30th of June 2020. Now, for male prisoners in that time, there was a total of 37,908, right? That's of all male prisoners. Yeah. The number of people that were... Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander was 12,092. Holy shit. I'm pretty sure seeing that the percentage of Aboriginal people within Australia in the total of Australia is around 4%, right? So that was that's nearly a quarter of the population. Yep. That's fucking disgusting. Yep. And and I swear to God, I know no one who listens to this is going to think this, but please don't say that, oh, well, maybe there's more crime in those. There's not. It's prejudice is what that is. There is prejudice. There's and white people getting away with too much. And there's also all of white history and time on, like, in Australia has been biased and beating down and making them in a place of disadvantage. Yes. Yeah, and actually... This leads on to perfectly to other atrocities that are done to Aboriginal people. One of the worst situations that is happening presently is how our government support is treating Aboriginal cultures. Um, yeah. This one is, is really bad. So one of the things, so Centrelink is what our, for those who aren't Australian, is what our main government support body is. And, you know, if you are... Uh, disabled if you are low income if you 
you know, especially now with COVID, if you've lost your job and things like that, if you're on older and need a pension, that's who you go through. Yeah. Pretty much if you're like, hey, I can't survive. They're like, okay, here's literally the bare minimum sometimes under to live. And yeah. while you try while and get you a try job. and help your situation. And because the unemployment situation is getting much, much, much worse in Australia, even before COVID, they implemented a new strategy to try and stop people from using too much of that money that they were their allowance per week, uh, sorry, per fortnight. And they started to implement a bank card that was like a Centrelink bank card. I'm, I'm not 100% sure what it's called. But it's one thing that they've been testing and the places that they have been testing it are in high population Aboriginal areas. And what you can do with that card is you can only spend, I think it's $30 or 35 whatever the daily amount would be of the weekly allowance. And you can only spend it in certain places. You are not, al- not allowed to spend it on alcohol. You're not allowed to sp- send it on cigarettes. And because, you know, $35, it does mean that you are limited to how you spend your money. It's really fucked and it makes me mad, especially as someone who has been in the Centrelink system for a number of years. That kind of system is extremely, extremely racially driven in my opinion. And it is, it's unforgivable. Yeah. And like, even if you were to take that away and go, what it, like, you know, if you're someone right now that is thinking... Okay, yeah, but that's good, like, because you can't spend it on alcohol. You'll only spend it on things that you need to survive or anything like that. How would you feel if you have to go to the shops and you're pulling out a card that says, hey, this is my current situation? Like, yeah. it's it's not like, you know, you it's can... It's demeaning. You, yeah, it's demeaning. It's like you're saying, hey, you know, I'm in a less... You're not, though, but it's like... You would feel like and people would judge you into a certain class. It is. And it's yeah, like, to not like... have agency on your own life, that that's what really gets me. I yeah. know that in certain parts of Australia there is things in place where they don't have like alcohol at all in certain areas because it can be misused but also because a lot of Aboriginal communities don't want it. They're like, please, we don't want, we don't like what this does to our community and we don't want it here. But there are companies that are trying to push for that. And then, you know, there's also, I, I'm going everywhere, but there's also food deserts and things like that in Australia. And so like cards like that, but also just a system that does that makes me so angry. Yeah, it, it is, it is very it is very demeaning, demoralizing to because the person. Because even if you were in that situation, like I know if I was in that situation, first of all, this podcast would not happen. Yeah. <laughs> but also like when you're on Centrelink, you you have terrible mental health, full stop, because you yeah. already know you are kind of at the bottom of the barrel. Like you are, you're barely living. And to have that as part of it, like to, to then not be able to enjoy little things, like little things to help keep you going, help keep you alive because you are limited by the amount that you are able to spend on a certain day. Like, forget about it. I I would just give up. And so many people have on this system. Yeah. and Not not just Aboriginal people, but a lot of Aboriginal people have. Yeah, because it is... And I know it's a privilege to be on it. I don't want to sound like it's a, you know, I deserve it because of whatever, whatever. I know it's a privilege. It definitely is a privilege that we have. Other other places don't have that. Other nations don't have that at all. Even, Even some, you know... 
very advanced Western nations don't have that because for some reason they don't believe in helping other people. It's it's almost like back to the start where when white Australia first was, I suppose, founded. I'm using air quotes. It's a podcast. You can't see it. And, <laughs> you know, it's like we're see being seen as above another person. How? How is, how is that okay in any word of the sort? Like, you know, it's not okay. Yeah. And... This was something that when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, fantastic. I'm going to have to read about this report because this report will fill me with some confidence, surely, because it's all about closing the gap. Mm. This report was written, I believe, in 2020 yep. by the Australian government, and it's about closing the employment gap yep. between Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians. Now, this was a target that they were looking to do over a period of 10 years. So this was for... Oh, yeah. This was for 2008 yeah, to yeah. 2018. I remember this so, campaign. Yeah, a lot of people would probably forget about it. I forgot about it until yeah. this. But yeah, so I'm pretty sure this came out in 2020, the report. Yeah. Now, they were originally wanting to close the gap because there was ridiculous numbers. So in 2008, there was a huge gap. I'm pretty sure it was 48.2% of employment rate mm. in Indigenous Australians. So less than half of Indigenous Australians had a job. Mm. Like, that's disgusting. However, with non-Indigenous Australians, employment rate was about 75%. Mm. Over that 10-year period, the non-Indigenous Australians remained relatively stable, stayed about 75%. Yeah. For non-Indigenous... Uh, sorry. sorry, for Indigenous, indigenous Australians, 49.1%. So it almost didn't change. Yeah, and what's interesting about that is I know that during that campaign for that to happen, when you would go on job websites like seek in australia and indeed and stuff in all of the ads it says if you are of indigenous aboriginal torres strait islander descent we encourage you to apply because they were making a real effort to employ people from that background to close the gap yeah and they clearly it clearly it didn't do anything <laughs> Yeah, it, it didn't work. <laughs> not, and I'm not <laughs> saying from Indigenous people that it's their fault. Like, I'm not saying that they didn't apply. I'm saying they were not we employed. We failed you, we're sorry. We failed you, yes. <laughs> Can't speak on behalf of an employer perspective because we, we we've not been employers, right? So yeah. we don't know if they were approached by the government to try and boost those numbers. We don't know if there were schemes or anything in place to encourage employing indigenous australians mm. yeah I don't or you know just know. not being fucking racist and so we don't know about that so we can't shed any light on that but as far as you know you just your everyday australians there was nothing i remember it starting and I remember and the then i sort of on, uh, forgot about it like bus stops there used to be ads for it yeah but there was not much like trying to show you like the whole point of it beyond getting people employed was to show that you have a future. You can have a future. Like it, the ads sometimes depicted Aboriginal people as members of parliament or as teachers or as scientists and things because these are all things 
that they should have the right uh, or feel that they have the right to an option to, you know, just like anyone else has the option that, to do those things because of how few people get into those positions because of the prejudice. Yeah, I, I like, that's like the perfect word. They should have those options available. Yeah, they don't have the uh, the options. Hmm. We don't, and, we haven't afforded them the same privilege. Yeah, and like, yes, this sucks. This did not work. But doesn't mean we can't try. We can't try again. Yeah. Like, learn from this. We learn over this 10-year period. That's why they write reports. Reports help for this. <laughs> yeah. Look into it, learn from it. And I think a lot has changed and a lot, you know, like mentality-wise. And I don't know if that's just because cultures, like, as a, as a total, are becoming more open to other people mm. and becoming more accepting of others. Yeah. Or if there's something else going on, I don't know. I haven't, you know, looked at numbers of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, we can't change the past, so let's try and build a better future. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we're on, I think we could be on the right track for this. I know, like, we've made steps to try and make things better. Like, I mean, that was one step that we've tried to make things better when Kevin Rudd was the Prime Minister of Australia. He officially made a statement to say sorry for everything that happened. Obviously, it doesn't change anything. And obviously, it was oh, meant to yeah, be the a... the stolen generation. The stolen generation, yeah, which is uh, about the, the whitening of Australia. Yeah, so if you haven't seen that, I do recommend looking it Definitely up. Definitely look into speech, Because that. that was, like, a lot of people fucking cried over that. Obviously, you know, it, it's an important day because it is Australia, or at least the government of Australia, saying, hey, we fucked up in the past, we fucked up now, and... We're sorry that you had to endure this and we want to make things better. You know, uh, in saying that, I, I'm a big fan of Kevin Rudd, but he's also one of the people that was staunchly uh, against changing the date so of, of Australia Day. So I can only give him so many pats on the back. Yeah, there's, there's, um, a, lot, there's a lot that he's good for and there's a few very, very questionable things. <laughs> yeah. Which is like with everyone and that's why you yeah, shouldn't no have perfect. one person to make it... like consult people that actually know stuff yeah. you know i i was gonna say on that uh, the future kind of going forward with this kind let's of stuff let's get gillard back yet <laughs> <laughs> is i think that now in like you know with everyone being on the internet we have the power to know a lot more things and i think that those kinds of things are helping us learn about different people and learn about different things and kind of just yeah be more educated um mm. but a cool thing and i always talk about this but i feel like an incredible resource for learning about things is actually tiktok and i don't it's know so good. <laughs> i don't know if it's just because of the people that i follow but i am constantly recommended indigenous creators on on the the platform i mean i personally know streamers who are aboriginal australians and they talk on this very passionately and uh, you know are using their platform in an incredible way and that might be why the algorithm has gone oh you like this stuff that's why we're going to give it to you and give you more people talking about this but it, yeah it is just such a powerful resource and if you have a voice you should be using it to make things better, you know what I mean? So that's a big part of why we wanted to talk about it because we have a platform and it's something that we're very passionate about seeing a change in. Yeah, definitely. And there's one other thing that I wanted to touch on because I think this falls into the, this, I suppose the white, well, just, just I want it to be the all Australian stereotype that we just shoot the shit and we're just having a laugh and stuff like that and like everyone's our mate. 
And yes, that's a good reason to change the date. That is a big step. Like, that is a big step in the right direction. Yeah, like, it's you not going to fix everything. Sure, baby steps, baby steps, get a run up, and then let's start doing some step. bigger steps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And another big step that I would like, and there's unfortunately, you know, a bit of uh, money problems get in the way of this. And this is a thing that I wanted to touch on for the last, like, you know, the last point here before we wrap up the podcast. And that's going to be in regards to what we all know as the Aboriginal flag. Mm. Now, I didn't quite know this, but the Aboriginal flag isn't really that old. No, not at all. So it was originally created for the National Aboriginal Day March in July in 71. Oh, wow. So that's when it was created, and it was created by a... I'm, I'm unfortunately going to butcher the name, and, and, and this just shows how little education is around. I didn't know Ghana was spelt the way it is spelt. Oh, yes, it's spelt K-A-U-R-N-A. And we pronounce it Ghana. Yeah, I know. Lemon has always heard Ghana, but hadn't seen it written down. (laughs) So when I showed it to him, he was like, wait, what? I thought the Ghana (laughs) people own these lands. (laughs) And then you're like, that is Ghana. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Look, I I barely know English, let alone other languages. No, it's not. Um, Anyway, so I think it's Luritya Man. So um, it's L-U-R-I-T-J-A. Mm-hmm. Uh, His name's Harold Thomas, so he's the original creator of the Aboriginal flag. Mm -hmm. So he did that for the National Aboriginal Day March back in 71, and the flag was proclaimed as an official flag of Australia in 95. Wow. I didn't know it was that recent that it became official. Yeah, but look... But, I mean, Australia Day (laughs) being celebrated by everyone wasn't until 94, so... The gravy thickens, though. Oh, so and that's how the cookie crumbles uh-huh uh-huh i like his it. authorship for the artistic work which is the flag yeah was actually contested yeah and then in 97 a federal court declared him the author and the owner yeah, of the copyright of the yeah so he actually granted a commercial licensing rights of the flag to wham clothing and i'm sure everyone's heard of wham clothing if you've seen stuff that's been happening about right the flag now, and like yeah. the free the flag, and that's another big thing that has come out of 2020. Yep. And I think that's sort of the main thing stemmed from Black Lives Matter movement. Another thing that sort of hit that was because for, for years and years, the AFL, you know, Australia's stupid bloody sporting bouncy ball yeah like ball sport thing so they actually had and have for a very long time the aboriginal flag printed on the guernsey on the guernseys during the aboriginal yes so they 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 would have a special game each season which was to celebrate aboriginal people yeah and they actually got a cease and desist from wham clothing Saying, "Ha, huh, we own the we own the rights to that. You're not allowed to do that." And they're like, "Well, that's that's a bit fucked up. This is like an official flag." Yeah, this is an official flag, and they're like, "Nah, cease and desist, lol, lol, lol." And they've they've done uh, uh, many a cease and desists across multiple companies and multiple charities that have used the flag. And there is a lot going on about it. The original creator has actually, I believe, for about the last year been talking with wham clothing in regards to getting 
it sort of lifted. Yeah. And allowing it to be just a national flag. Yeah. But it's it, it comes down to there's a lot of legal things now and there's a lot of money and yeah, you know there's just there's, all money which is really sad we're sort of gonna have to wait and see what he can do with wham clothing but i personally would love that as australia's national flag instead yeah. of the flag that we have now i know there's been a lot of talk about australia's flag changing because we currently have the union jack in our flag and you know they want to have something that's australia's because you know a lot of people in the commonwealth don't have the union jack as part of their flag yes very few <laughs> um so they want to yeah change it. i've seen some really disgusting designs like a completely green and gold flag that's got a kangaroo on that it would be it's disgusting just, it's so feral well the boxing kangaroo is also copyright by someone else yeah but, but like i would love to see the aboriginal flag because it's it's simple it's beautiful colors and it has meaning it has meaning you know? yeah it has meaning to the original custodians of the land like fuck come on yeah exactly <laughs> um, and I've, I've seen, you know, there's a lot of talks about New Zealand whose flag almost looks identical. And when you're watching like Olympics or anything like that, the, the pitch is so fucking small, you can't Even really see Even the emoji the in the emoji keyboard, you yeah. can barely tell the difference. <laughs> but I think one of the things, and this sort of goes back to what I was saying just before about having a good laugh, laughing at May 8. If May. we If we changed the flag... How funny is it for all the bogans that have got the Southern Cross tattooed on them? Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and that's not our flag anymore. Yeah, gross. But yeah, so look, there's a lot... Like, we've, we've talked for a lot, but there is still so much more that has to be said. Oh, tons, and, yeah. We've only scratched the surface, so... You know, start a conversation. You know, let this be the start of that conversation. It's a heavy topic, I know, and if you have stuck through till the end, thank you for listening to us talk about it, and I really hope that we've said everything in the best way we could. I, I really am sorry in advance if anything that we have said offended you, because... I, I, that's certainly not my intention. I know we probably fumbled over some of the way that, that we said things purely from ignorance and privilege. But yeah. yes, we definitely have good feelings in our heart for for everyone. So that's kind of yeah where our standpoint is. And yeah, I mean, we can definitely talk more about this in more detail at another time. There's certainly a lot of things about Australia that get our goat and we could talk about in the future. But this one, yeah. It's really important to us to talk about it because it is kind of underrepresented and under talked about. Even though things are getting a little bit better, there's still tons that we can do to make this a better place for everyone. Yeah, and that's the thing. Fun We're... for everyone, like the Saddle Club. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that should be our new national anthem, the Saddle Club theme song. Life is easy if you wear a smile. Just be yourself. Don't ever change your style. Because you are you, I am me. We'll be free. Step aside, Watching Matilda. <laughs> we'll be back next week with something a bit more lighthearted. Very exciting next week episode. We're going to have our first guests. Guests yeah, with guests. an S. Oh, plural. I'm so excited. It's it's going to be a good a good time. And thank you, everyone, that's been listening. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. Wherever you're listening, thank you for listening. And, yeah. Thanks anyway, and we'll see you back for another one. Bye! Bye!